The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Chicago Bears have decisions to make on quite a few of their own free agents this offseason, maybe even before they go out and sign other free agents. We're going to talk about the, the four Bears players specifically that are due for big extensions this upcoming offseason and whether the likelihood that they're going to get those extensions from the Chicago Bears. Then we're also going to go over my top five prospects at the linebacker position for the Chicago Bears in this upcoming draft. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, one of the hosts here, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. First, let me apologize for no daily episode yesterday. C-Dub did drop his video, though, so you guys still got content, but unfortunately yesterday, between not feeling good, schedule, snow day, it was just, it was a whirlwind of crap going on, so I do apologize. Didn't drop your guys' content today, but we got a jam-packed show for you guys today. So, with that being said, let's start off with the... Four players that are due for contract extensions this upcoming offseason. Um, and then what are the likelihood of that they're going to get those extensions? And the first one up is Darnell Mooney. Mooney was a huge part of the Bears offense the year before this, this, this season. And really since being drafted in the fifth round in 2020, he has really become a huge part and slowly developed. Now, last season was a step back for the passing game as a whole. On top of that, not having the weapons, not having the offensive line. There was a lot that went into... Um, while the 2022 season was disappointing for Darnell Mooney, I have been named him as having the most disappointing season for Bear, for a Bears player. That was my own personal list, but he did have his, uh, his season cut short by injury before he can really establish himself. Um, so you know what? He came off a season in 2021, which he had 81 passes for 1,055 yards and four touchdowns. And now he's heading into the final year of his deal. Now, most expect that Darnell Mooney to be a big factor in the Bears passing game in the upcoming season, especially with improved offensive line, a full season of having him and Chase Claypool. My light went out in the background. Don't even worry about that. Uh, but with that being said, um, you know, having a, a he's going to be a big part of that, hopefully a big part of the success, just as the Bears add more weapons specifically to that offensive line and just help out. Uh, and But the, the chemistry already between him and Justin Fields, and hopefully that turns into chemistry between him, Fields, and Chase Claypool, throwing Cole Komet, who's also on this list as well, we're going to talk about. And so, you know, I, I don't think that there's any I, – I, I do think he's going to get an extension this offseason. I don't think they're going to allow it to go to free agency. I do think they're going to get that, that deal done. He's going to be here. They're going to lock him in long term. He's a bear. He's been in this organization his whole career. You guys can let me know what do you think on that, though. The next one up. It's Jalen Johnson. Now, this is a player who's been a huge part of the Bears secondary since uh, he was he was drafted, and he has been the 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 CB one for the last two seasons. And really, nothing really projects right now that they're gonna that they're gonna go in a different direction than that. He has held his own against some of the best wide receivers in the NFL. When you look at the way he's guarded Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, um, and he, he uh, you know, with, while not necessarily getting the amount of interceptions that you'd want to see from a, from a, a CB1. He has absolutely shown to be an impactful player. The question, the biggest question with him is, can he stay healthy? Now, 
We already kind of thin at the cornerback position, so the Bears may look to do something there, but I don't think they're going to look to do anything that kind of move him out of being the number one cornerback for this team. Nothing's out of the realm of possibility. So I do think he's going to uh, hope to, to, I think do think he's going to sign an extension, even him saying that he hopes to be a Bear throughout his career. I think he's going to be motivated to get the deal done. I think it's going to be a team-friendly deal. I think they're going to lock him up for about three to four years as well. On that, let me know what you guys think on that extension. The next one up is a player that I alluded to earlier, and that is the tight end Cole Komet. Now, it's been a really wild career for Cole Komet so far. Um, it took three seasons, but we finally got him to be a big part of the Bears passing offense. Uh, he had he had a breakout year last season. And then even though the season before last, we talked about it, like per per yards per reception, he was one of the best tight ends in the game of football, even last year. But I mean, the, the season before last, but this last year, he got 50 um, uh, receptions for 544 passing yards and seven touchdowns, which is a career a year for him, considering the fact that the offensive line wasn't the best. Justin Fields hasn't been as confident. We're taking the time to go through his progressions. He's he's arrested some. I do think that he's going to be locked in to get it. I, I, when I look at what this, what Ryan Poles is going to do this offseason, I think he's going to go out, get some key free agents. I think we can see upwards of seven or more new starters on this team between the front seven on the defensive end and, and the offensive line as well. I think we can have quite a new bit of starters, but one of the things is going to be, again, a word that Chicago sports fans may not like is continuity. I do think Ryan Poles is going to look to lock in Cole Komet as well, and I do think he should. I think with an improved offensive line overall, it's going to be a, he's going to have another big season, hopefully right along there with Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney as well. Now, the last one on this list is David Montgomery, and this is the question that's surrounding right now. You hear Saquon Barkley uh, wants a, a contract that's about $16 million per year. I know there have been some speculations. Could the Bears be interested in Saquon Barkley and things, Saquon Barkley and things like that? Don't expect that to happen. I think that we're going to re-sign David Montgomery. I think Ryan Poles has also kind of shown that he wants to bring David Montgomery back. And David Montgomery has said if he could, he want to be a bear for his whole career. So I think both sides are going to be motivated. I don't get the impression from David Montgomery that he's going to be a player out there trying to, you know, he's he's going to accept a team-friendly deal. He wants to be paid. He wants to be respected. But I don't think he's going to try to break the bank or anything like that he's not going to do anything like Roquan Smith and wanting um, kind of the money that really sets the market for linebackers overall. I think David Montgomery is going to be back. So really all four players that are on the list right now, I expect to get contract extensions done this offseason. It may come before, it may come after. Ryan Poles does some other things in free agency, but I expect the deal to get done. Let me know what you guys think on those four players and their chances to come back in a Bears uniform after next season. They're going to be back next season. But after next season, well, David Montgomery, we'll see what's going on with Montgomery. Now, with that being said, today's list, we've been doing our draft prospects. We're covering the linebacker position today. And so we're going to be covering that. The first one up is Trenton Simpson. Now, this is a 6'3", 230-pound junior linebacker coming out of Clemson. And some of the, the, the biggest positives for him are some of the things that I think that the Bears are going to need. Great uh, ability to coverage and pursue. Uh, he has, he's a great hitter, an explosive hitter, and he just finds a way to come in and, and make things happen. He's probably the biggest star in this linebacker class. And let's be clear here, the linebacker class, where there are a lot of really good linebackers, I think they have quite a bit of linebackers ranked in overall the top 150 as far as draft prospects. There's not really any surefire like you can't miss prospects here at the linebacker position. So we'll see. But the thing with, with Trent, I guess, is scheme fit. He's not the one-size-all type player that just can fit in any scheme. Um, he has great 
uh, a value on passing downs. He has great instincts as well, how to operate in space and against the pass. Now, his impact in 2022 was a little bit more reduced. Uh, he was using the more of a traditional role. We didn't see him necessarily respond to that the best, but he can, um, you know, deconstruct blocks. He can get in there. He is a player that projects to be probably the best linebacker in this group. Doesn't mean that it's going to end up that way. And the, and the question remains, is he even going to still be, because again, the Bears, I don't expect him to go linebacker in the first round and second round. He could probably be gone by then, but he's definitely a big prospect for the Chicago Bears. And depending on what they get back in their trade, if they get multiple firsts back in this draft, he could be somebody that the Bears do look at. Now, the next linebacker in this course that we're going to look at is Henry Tutu. I think it's a, that's how you see it. He's Alabama. And you guys know how I feel about players from Alabama, especially defensive, defensive players. 6'2", 228 pounds, linebacker, um, this, as everybody is on this one. There's a lot to like about his game, especially as an inside linebacker. Now, scheme may be a thing there. Again, most of these, for anyone gets to type in, I'm not necessarily looking at scheme fit. I'm looking at talent and best available. Um, but again, his run defense, amazing what he does in the running game as far as that defense. He's a high IQ in pass coverage. Doesn't necessarily always get get the turnovers and things like that, but he does a good job at reading the quarterback and instincting it having his instincts on where the quarterback is going to go. He can be very disruptive in the passing game. I really do like his athleticism, things like that. Some of the cons for him um, come from the lack of size, and that does hurt him sometimes in the running game. He doesn't immediately get off blocks as fast. Um, so there's th some things right that and it seems like downhill runners also cause him some issues. So you can see what that turns into. Next one on this is Noah Sewell. Now, this is a linebacker out of Oregon, sophomore, 6'3", 250 pounds, Great size, great strength, has a great motor, great pass rush skills. That's something that we that we know that we're going to try to add to this defense over the course of it. Now we're going to try to add that with the with the defensive line specifically. But when you have the linebackers that can also add to the pass rush, that's a great thing with him. Now, some of the, the cons with him doesn't necessarily have the best instincts, especially in the passing game with guarding the pass. Like I said, pass rushing he does good at. Sometimes guarding the pass doesn't. Um, and then it seems like his, his change of direction speed isn't the best either, which does contribute to uh, how he's not great or as good in the passing defense if he's not rushing the quarterback. But again, another prospect that isn't projected to go too high that the Bears could very well get with their second round pick if they do decide to go linebacker at that pick. Not necessarily saying that they will, but if they do decide, he's definitely a player that could be on the board for them there. Next one up, a linebacker out of Iowa. This guy's 6'5", 243 pounds. This is Jack Campbell. Now this is a guy, he was the 2021 defensive MVP, and he was the permanent team captain. Uh, he was, uh, in 2021, he was first team all Big Ten. Uh, he also was an academic standout, but, you know, that's kind of is what it is. The scheme tendencies for him, 4-2-5, um, you know, so, again, not always the best. Um, so, you know, when it comes to this, is that in a time where linebackers seem to be getting smaller, this is a throwback linebacker who's a great second-level defender in the NFL where projects to be a, sec a great second-level defender. He understands how to use uh, gaps and shoot the gaps and things like that in the running game. He's a really good one, and you can use him in some zone coverage as well and drops, things like that. Some of the, some of the things with him that, that are negative, though, is he doesn't always have the best awareness in traffic. Um, sometimes he doesn't uh, pick the best angles, and sometimes he can be way too aggressive, um, and so that can contribute to especially when you're looking at you know Matt Eberflus wanting this team to be diff, di, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for they want that he want they, they try to limit the turnovers right and be disciplined in that defensive side of the ball he may you know you may have to wait a while for that to come um, so you know those are some of the things with him he doesn't have the greatest range either so 
that's some that's some things to look at with him. Next one up, the last one we're going to talk about on this list is DeMarvion Overshone. This guy, 6'4", 224 pounds, a linebacker out of Texas. And, you know, fifth-year linebacker, so you're bringing somebody in that you hope because he's been playing so long that he can fit right in. Um, you know, he moved from playing safety to the linebacker position. So right there, his ability in the passing game is huge. And he shows some of that from already playing in the secondary earlier in, in his life and playing football. He has great sideline to sideline speed. He's solid against the run. So it's, uh, so it's really like that his experience playing defensive back for sure. It really does show in the passing game. So again, this is a guy as well who projects to be pretty low. The bears could get him on day two or day three of the draft. And this could be another linebacker that if you can get in, you can develop this, the things that he already does well with that size can pay big dividends for this Bears team. Again, not necessarily saying he's going to come in and be a day one starter or anything for the Chicago bears, but if they were to grab him, his great size, his length, the athleticism, speed, and that guy just hits hard. He is a violent tackler. You want to see the highlight reel tackles? It's, it's going to be some good things there. He's an inconsistent tackler, though. He doesn't always have the best fundamentals as far as wrapping people up. Um, and it's, there's some concern if he has the size to play linebacker in the NFL. But again, while not the best against the run, what he adds as far as the versatility in the passing game from that linebacker position could be something that intrigues the Chicago Bears, especially later on in that draft. If he does end up moving down, let me know what you guys think on those prospects. Let me know what you think overall. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can you could also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.